Hi, I'm Amber Cook. Welcome to my podcast, The Dragonfly Connection. Join me every Wednesday for open, honest, and real conversations about change, transformation, and resilience to inspire and empower you. This episode is sponsored by HealingWays.com. Find verified wellness professionals and holistic health resources at HealingWays. That's Healing, W-A-Z-E.com. And for this first episode, it's just going to be me because I wanted to get you all acquainted with the new format. And for those that don't know me, I'll tell you more about me, probably more than you wanted to know. And for those of you who have been listening to me for a while and um, on the original podcast format, The Holistic Healing Connection, you'll get the answer to everyone's burning question, why the change? Well, change is exactly why. 2020 has changed me and probably all of you in so many more ways than I ever could have imagined March of, of last year. And I'm not hating all of it, um, but I'll start at the beginning. Like I said, I'll tell you more about me and then um, I'm going to go into a little bit more about what to expect in future episodes. I'm a mom. I'm a grandma. Yep, I'm a grandma an entrepreneur. I feel like I've been a lifetime entrepreneur. In fact, I started my first summer school uh, for other kids when I was nine years old. Uh, For real, I had a summer school that ran a couple years. I collected money from the parents. I made lesson plans. I set up a classroom. It was so much fun. And that's just kind of how I've been, well, since at least nine. Um, that's also around the time I started babysitting, like a full-time babysitting job. Um, several, all the time, just juggling a whole bunch. I was making a ton of money. I was doing a lot of fun things. I actually had a real job job, although babysitting is definitely a real job, but I had a real job uh, in a hair salon, I think when I was about 12, 13, definitely not legally at the age where you're supposed to be able to uh, have a quote-unquote real job. But I worked at a hair salon and I actually did inventory and bookkeeping and all kinds of things along with washing people's hair um, that probably most 12, 13 year olds aren't doing. And I love food. (laughs) Uh, It's not, I wouldn't say love hate. I do love it. Um, Sometimes I love it too much. I love music, almost all kinds. I really do. And uh, nature lover. Love nature. Love being out in it. Love looking at it. In fact, I'm sitting in my dining room um, looking out the window at this beautiful backyard of, of where this home that we live in right now and feel extremely blessed. And it is raining as it usually does in the Pacific North Northwest in January. Um, but it's still beautiful. Love it. So yeah, as a side tangent, um, dining room is a much better place than where I originally thought to record because in this new home, I don't have an office. So originally it was going to be my daughter's closet, but, uh, yeah, that's a story for another episode. So, uh, further back, I grew up on an Island in Alaska called Kodiak. And I was raised by, if you can call it raised, ferally, very feral raised by two parents, both struggling with mental illness and one 
um, is still a recovering alcoholic. And so, as you can imagine, my childhood had a lot of ups and downs. But, um, you know, it's made me who I am today. And that's kind of the whole theme about this podcast is how the things that we go through, the struggles that we endure in life, hopefully are the things that will change us for the better. And it may not seem the better. In fact, in, for a long time, especially when it's really big tragedy and change, it, it doesn't always seem good. It, it often doesn't. Um, but in my experience, and you're going to hear more about that, it, it will. It can, if you let it. But uh, yeah, as long as I can remember, um, after wanting to be a model and a rock star and a nurse and a teacher and a fashion designer and who knows what else, I always wanted to be something. In fact, my daughter is similar, similar to me. She's always wanting to be something new. You're like, hey, this week, mom. Um, she too has said for a long time, well, she's still, the one that sticks all the time is rock star. Um, but it changes. It changes a lot. So I think that's awesome. I love encouraging her and I loved encouraging my son to just explore all those ideas. Uh, but as long as I can remember after all of those, the one that sticks the most, the one that has been with me the longest has been a social worker. I really, really wanted to be a social worker when I quote unquote grew up. I mean, I've always had a heart for helping people an ear for listening, and some kind of energy about me that that often people will say they just feel really comfortable around me. And I really love that. It's nothing that I try to do. It really does just come naturally to me, and I'm grateful for it. But my career dreams were put on hold. Um, well, I found myself in a physically and mentally abusive relationship just months out of high school, just after graduating high school. I moved to the big, huge city of Anchorage in Alaska and went there to go to travel school. That was going to be kind of my um, bridge. I was going to go to travel school. It was a six-month program, I believe. And then I was going to get a job in the travel industry because why not? Super cool. And uh, especially growing up on an island my whole life, I thought, why not be able to just travel? So I went to travel school um, with the idea that I was going to then go on to college to become a social worker. Well, in this abusive relationship that I was in, that I got myself into, now when I say that, I obviously don't believe that what happened to me was my fault. It wasn't anything I did to create it, but I was the type of person that I was at the time. I was kind of the perfect, I would say victim, definitely like target. I guess I was a perfect target for somebody with that type of mental illness that would abuse and treat someone the way that I was treated. Um, I hadn't gone through my first great healing experiences yet. Um, so definitely 
lack of self-esteem. I didn't really love myself. I mean, the list can go on and on and on. And I'm sure that we'll talk, I will talk about this in another episode. And in fact, I think I've talked about it on my past podcast, one of my past podcasts of the Holistic Healing Connection. But in that relationship, of course, it was horrible. I learned a lot, (laughs) definitely. And then I also became a mom at 19. And then soon after, thank God, a single mother with the help of of my therapist at the time because luckily one of my parents my mom even though she never really overcame or um, got control I guess of her mental illness she was huge into um, holistic healing methods spirituality counseling so thankfully that that was something she instilled in me so I when I knew, when I had this baby and I knew that I couldn't continue this relationship any longer for him, um, which, you know, there's, I love my son to death and for many, many reasons, just because he is him. I just love him. But he saved me. He saved me. And it's, it's just, it's just beautiful because at the time, I didn't love myself enough. So I, I do believe I needed, I needed him to give me that strength. And I did. I did it for him and, of course, for me. Um, but, yeah, I did therapy and uh, lots of other holistic healing methods, um, even just yoga. Just started taking better care of myself. And I had left his father, and those things were the were parts of my journey to healing. Now, the healing took many, many years, but the transformation began the first day I left him. I don't remember the details because it was 23 years ago now, um, almost, I think, but I do, I do still kind of remember that feeling, and it was, it was freedom. It was freedom, and I felt like a new me was could now finally emerge. Now, I didn't go on to become a social worker because, well, I didn't really have a lot of family support. I didn't have financial support of any kind. Uh, I had to go out and make money and support my son and I, and that was the number one priority. And so I put furthering my education or changing careers kind of on the back burner for a while, as most single parents do, unfortunately. Uh, but I did, I did, when my son was really little, I did have a, I started a little cleaning business. Um, that was cool. And I dabbled in some other, like, MLM type things. And and um, did eventually, I was working in the travel industry and living what I felt was kind of the dream. Um <laughs> And I was, I was back in Kodiak, so I was surrounded by friends, and I did have my mom and my sister and my brother around, and uh, it, it just felt awesome. Like, I was a single mom, but, like, emotionally and mentally, I had gone through, I had done a lot of work, I was feeling strong, um, but, of course, most things don't last forever. Um... I feel like I've lived at least a dozen different lives since that um, 
that 20 year old me and that was you know almost 23 years ago lots of lives lots of different places um it's it kind of boggles my mind when i think about it sometimes but um but i'm thankful i'm thankful for every one of those experiences in my life good or bad at the time i still am extremely grateful and thankful because of those things i am sitting here today married to my soulmate i i ha i am working on a new career <laughs> um I'm doing this podcast, which is something I absolutely love to do, and just doing things that that 20-year-old could have never imagined. Now, do I live in like some grandiose house and own a ton of things that are awesome? No, because I'm not a materialistic person for one, so I don't really care about that kind of stuff. Um, but yes, I still struggle with lots of things. And you'll hear more about that coming up. Um, 2020 has just <laughs> ripped the, the roof wide open. And uh, let's just say it's just it's been a wild ride. And I can't believe it's been only 10 months. But yeah, so after, so after I left the relationship and I had my awesome quote unquote dream career in the travel industry, but I was doing well. I was doing well and I was loving life. Um, but one day, went into work, and that, that airline that I worked for, they were, it was a small um, branch of Alaska Airlines, they were closing. And they gave me two choices. You could either take a huge severance package and walk away, find something else, or transfer to Anchorage. And, and, and they'd pay moving expenses and all that and get me trained in a new position within the airline uh and of course free ticket out of there and I and at that point I was in my early 20s still and I just knew I didn't want to live in Kodiak forever <laughs> in fact my whole life up until that point I'd always wanted to leave um and I was like well this is literally my ticket out of here and why not I can stay in the airline industry I can keep up this dream career life. It's gonna be awesome. So I moved and it wasn't awesome. <laughs> and soon after I had to make a decision, do I want to leave Alaska completely and leave this career behind and try something new? Do I wanna stay here in this now job I hated I hated the where I, the new structure of what I was doing it was in the industry the travel industry but I I didn't like it I was getting yelled at all the time it was nowhere close to being um <laughs> I was never able to to really really help people the way I wanted to help people in fact I did enroll in school to become a social worker at that time but looking at the cost and looking at how much it would time it would take and really not liking even living back in Anchorage um, I shut, I shut the doors on that, on that, uh, journey. And I decided maybe someday, maybe someday I'll be a social worker, just not now. And I don't want to live in Alaska anymore. So, um, moved to Oregon via a couple other places, got to Oregon, 
lived in Oregon for a while, moved my son and I across the country to North Carolina, another story for another episode, moved back, we did it all alone, I was in a Toyota Corolla hauling a U-Haul trailer with all the stuff I had kept (laughs) in the back, Um, went over to North Carolina, the reason we came back is things didn't really work out the way that I had hoped them to, and again, like, when I think back to the exact circumstance, I go, that was just horrible. But now I'm, I'm so grateful. It all happened that way. So even, even when we were there, we had some bouts of homelessness. I was homeless my, with a son for a while. It was crazy. And, and talk about, like, strength building. Um, yeah, boggles my mind sometimes. It doesn't even feel like who I am now. But, yeah. That's what I went through. Uh, came back to Oregon, went to school, became a massage therapist. And that's a long story of how I got to, how I chose massage therapist. But uh, it was some people really close to me kept talking about it, talking about it. And I had never even had a massage, a professional massage before. And, and they are just, you need to, you have this energy about you and this way about you. And, and then I started thinking, you know, that's a helping thing. I could totally help people. And I don't have to go to school forever. <laughs> and at this point, I'm like mid-20s. And at that point, you're thinking, <laughs> you're thinking you're getting old already. <laughs> Which I just can't help laughing because, man, I was like 24, 25. But anyway, I, I just was like, yeah, this massage therapist thing, I'm doing it. So... Did it, went to school, became a massage therapist, uh, built my business from scratch, no help from anyone, no money, no experience, <laughs> except a year of, of massage school, um, and eventually became a business coach to other practitioners. So that, that's just like a whole nother episode in itself, but um, throughout that time period of having that awesome my true, true, what I thought, (laughs) dream career. Um, So much happened in that time period. I got engaged and then got dumped six months before my wedding. Like, that's a whole book right there. Um, Survived the death of my brother, Kyle, when he was just 21 years old and I was 28. Um, And that was a tough one. That was a big big huge earthquake moment in my life got lots of help lots of counseling and I miss my brother still to this day Uh, but it again is just a piece of my life that has made amber the amber that's talking to you right now Um, so by no means am I grateful for that I would love to have him here with me that would be so awesome he was so young Um, but it's, I am who I am and I will miss him forever, but I am who I am because of that experience. And, um, then, you know, lots of, lots of healing again, of course. Um, lots of crazy dating experiences, uh, after that being dumped from my fiance. Um, I met my soulmate on eHarmony, which, 
at the time felt was really like online dating was still fairly new and felt really weird but I did it and um, I met my husband Logan and when I was 31 we got married a couple years later and then I had the daughter that I've always wanted and not just like the daughter because I've always wanted a daughter because I had always wanted I had a son I also wanted a daughter but like she is the daughter I always wish I had she is so cool I it was like I was a new another new person right like in my mid-30s starting over I have a baby and a teenager and a new husband um not far after that unfortunately got a I got to watch both my mom and my stepmom fight cancer and both lost their battle. I had postpartum depression. It was so hard, so hard. And in fact, this podcast is gonna always be dedicated to my stepmom. My stepmom, Julie, she loved dragonflies. Loved them, she collected them. Everybody got her gifts of dragonflies. Anytime you know you were somewhere and you saw a dragonfly, you thought of Julie. And when she died, several people not me because I'm not huge into tattoos for myself, but several people that were close to her and got dragonfly tattoos. And it's really, really a thing. Um, She had all these dragonfly necklaces. Now, unfortunately, when she died, it it did break up my whole step family. And um, at some point when her things were being given out, my step siblings didn't give anything to my sister I. A couple friends of mine started getting me little gifts here and there with dragonflies and as you know as a really sweet gesture they all knew what had happened and um i started kind of feeling like you know maybe maybe the dragonfly is my thing too and i was looking at what a dragonfly means and it's all about uh transition and change and resilience and adaptability and years ago years ago I started saying you know maybe maybe I need like start writing you know blogs or something about all these things or just do something and I'm gonna I'm gonna call it the dragon dragonfly connection and I'm the dragonfly mama (laughs) and it was kind of this thing you know you Again, I'm an entrepreneur. I don't know if everybody does this, but I'm constantly thinking of different avenues to help people, different businesses to start. And I just kind of been referring to myself as the Dragonfly Mama for some time now. Um, And so now I'm doing it. And and that is why it's dedicated to Julie. But in that same year, um, I also... That same year that my that my mom and my stepmom died, my mom Kathy, my stepmom Julie, my son, who was had been going on all of these journeys with me, and had his own things to deal with, um, his own unfortunately uh, addiction issues, and his own mental illness stuff, uh, was really coming up, and I don't think I could, I was able to really be there for him. And now I'm not saying it's my fault. Again, I don't believe there's, I'm not blaming myself, but I didn't, 
I did miss the signs because I was really checked out for some time in the grieving in the grieving process. You know, I I'm all about positivity and mindset and faith and hope, and I do know things will and do always get better. But I also believe you have to go through the process. You have to feel the feelings. You have to be real about the real, real things that are going on. You can't smooth things over. Trust me, I have tried. I have done it that way. And I've done it that way. I did it that way before that year. And I have done it that way since then a few times. And I'm a slow learner. <laughs> so uh, don't do it that way. Feel your feelings. If you're listening to this right now and you're 10 months in this pandemic and it changed you like it changed me and in some ways that were really, really hard to swallow. If you've just been trying to positive think your way out of those hard things or gloss things over and pretend like they don't exist, I'm here to tell you I know with, with 100% certainty that it will come back it will come back to haunt you it will come back to bite you you have you will be forced to go through it at some point so i just want you to think about that <laughs> it i i don't want to be i'm not like a negative nelly but i you just you need to you need to go through all the feelings you need to go through the feelings you need to go through the process so feel the feelings get through it. You cannot go around stuff. You have to go through it. And so I did. I went through it a lot. Um, And as it sounds, right, like it sounds like my life is full of tragedy and sadness. But it is not. It is is a story with a lot of bumps and bruises, (laughs) but it is not a tragedy. My life is a blessing It is beautiful. I am super happy to be here. I'm super happy to be able to do this. I am super happy with where I am in my life right now, where I'm headed, where I know I'm headed. Um, And I am grateful for all the things that got me here. I believe that everything does happen for a reason. I think I might have stated that before. It is just, you know, I've always said that. I know it's cliche, but it is, it is true. You, and, and we can't see that reason in the beginning, especially when it's bad things. We really, really can't. So don't expect to see that. And if someone tells you that right in the beginning, just slap them. Just kidding. Turn around, roll your eyes, walk away, vent it out somewhere else. <laughs> um, but I, I believe that we have a choice to let the bad things or the uncomfortable or the challenging things, or the downright horrible things that happen to us, we, they can destroy us or they can grow us. And I personally do cho- choose growth every single time. Now, again, not always in the beginning. Most of the time, not really in the beginning. In fact, I can be a big, whiny baby. <laughs> okay, I am stubborn and sometimes I do not want to accept that whatever xyz is happening to me and I will fight and kick and scream and then give up (laughs) and know that I need to surrender 
and let the process take me and go with the process and along the way get help where I need it, when I need it. And so, um, yeah, I, I have lost a ton of family and friends for various reasons, not just death. Um, I have gone through a lot of changes in my life that I didn't choose in the beginning. Things have been thrown at me that I would have never chose for myself. And I don't honestly look at all those things and say, wow, that was great. No. (laughs) I still look at some of those things and go, that was horrible. I wish that would have never happened. But I, again, I let those things grow me. And you can do that too. Anyone listening can do that too. You can. I didn't have the resources from other people um, to help me know to do that. But I am so full of hope, still, and always have, and I love life, and I know that it's something about my personality that naturally I go there, but I'm also a Scorpio, so I've got naturally kind of a really dark personality too, right? And I believe, like, the rain brings a rainbow, and the sun will shine again, and all those cheesy things... because I've seen it. I've seen it over and over and over again. And I choose growth over and over again. Now, at the beginning of 2020, or the beginning of the pandemic in 2020, um, I was also in the process of winding down my massage practice. I still have my massage practice, thriving, amazing, dream career. In like a couple weeks, that changed forever. Um, I lost my massage business. I had some really tough choices I had to make very quickly and I lost my massage therapist business. And um, that was okay. You know, I, it wasn't okay. Now <laughs> at the time it was really sad. But, um, you know, I just had to do it. I didn't really have a choice. And, and so I just had to go with it. And uh, also then for the first time in my like almost 23 years of being a career parent, I was thrown into a life of a stay-at-home mom, which is really, really hard. And it's something I never, ever, ever wanted to do. I just really didn't. Um, throughout this 10 months, I dabble in the idea of, well, maybe, maybe I do want to do this. So again, I'm grateful that I've gotten experience that because I can tell you 10 months later, I still don't want to do it. <laughs> And um, not only did I become a stay-at-home, but I also became a homeschool mom, right? Like we had the virtual learning for a few months, and then when we joined back in the school year, we decided to do homeschool instead. It just fit better with our lifestyle and all the changes we're going through. I mean, we've moved in the middle of this pandemic. My son, my um, son has still been—he's still battling his addiction issues and. Um, doesn't live with us, but, you know, he's in our lives. So he's dealing with his his issues. And my husband's decided to start a new career. So he started school. And so much, just so much has, has changed. Um, you know, with the loss of my massage business, I lost my income, which was half of our family's income. Because my other business is still in the growing phase. So that was like a huge blow financially. Um, 
And on top of losing the income and the business, the massage business, I really did feel like I lost my identity. And that's when the dragonfly mama started coming out again <laughs> and, and started tapping on my shoulder. And in fact, the day before I did my first interview for this podcast, remember my first conversation that you're going to hear next week, Julie, my stepmom, visited me for the very first time in my, since she died. The very first time, I, I think it's, it's been, what, eight plus years, um, and sat with me and we laughed and she just, she just told me like, everything's going to be okay. And, and I, I wrote down the details and they're not in front of me right now, but it was just beautiful. And I woke up that morning and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is, this is it. So I know this is the next version of me, Dragonfly Mama. And this version is going to be inspiring and helping people in new different ways. Healing ways still exist. So please, if, if you heard the ad and you're looking for somebody to help you on your wellness journey, because again, like I've mentioned it several times in this episode, I am all for getting help on your wellness journey. Mental, physical, spiritual, get it all. <laughs> uh, you can find that at healingways.com. Um, but this podcast, I'll be having conversations with mostly other people, but you're, I'm going to jump in occasionally and share, just have solo episodes, share some deeper stories, new stories, some, you know, delve into some of these that I mentioned, um, some of these aspects of my previous life, but also new things that are coming up. So I'll jump in occasionally and just have some solo episodes, but it's mostly going to be having conversations with other people that have gone through things in their life that have changed them, transformed them, and, and shown them that they are really strong, that they can triumph, that they can persevere. Things that have made them more able to adapt to other things in life. Um, I just love, especially throughout this last year, I've loved listening and watching other people's stories and how people are triumphing and all these great things coming out of this shit show that we've all been in since March of 2020. Um, I love it. So I I wanted I want to talk to these people and I've talked to a few and I have some episodes coming up already that um, are talking about how the breakups of relationships again like kind of you know tied into what I've gone through breaks of breakup of relationships how it's led people to do things in their life that they wouldn't have done otherwise maybe um, deaths of loved ones immigrating to the United States and wow what a change so I hope you keep listening and hope you, that you enjoy what you're going to hear. I hope it inspires you. The whole point of this is that you will listen to these people's stories and it'll inspire you too. It'll help you feel empowered. Follow me on Instagram at the dragonfly mama. Feel free to leave a comment on the podcast or send me a DM on Instagram. Um, I would love to be connected with you all. 
I would love to stay connected with you all. And just know that I know, again, another cliche, but we all are in this together. We really are. And it has changed us probably forever. But we can do it. We can do hard things. And we can adapt. Thank you.